is along with us at 800-447-7234. And I have this right. Nia's getting ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, just like you and me. And uh, she's going to do something different. What are you doing different on Thanksgiving, Nia? We don't do turkey for Thanksgiving. What is it, pizza? We do chicken. That's close. It's still poultry. We just don't like the flavor of the turkey. We feel like we have to drown it in the gravy or we have to barbecue it. My dad will barbecue it sometimes, but we would rather just use chicken. Maybe even ham. So is it just like an entire chicken? The chicken, sometimes we it will get a whole small chicken, and then we'll put it like a crock pot and slow cook it and put it with like some chicken broth or something to give it flavor. That's how we'll do chicken. Or maybe we'll just even do baked chicken legs. Like I said, on special occasions, my dad would do, he'll, pull, he'll cook turkey and do a pulled pork kind of turkey. Or even do it with chicken, but... Well, you know what it also so, does? Was... It alleviates the stress yeah. for your family because you're not worrying about thawing it out 12 days in advance. Yeah. And making it look perfection like on the movies <laughs> when it looks roasted. You can't, like, it's hard to get it to do that. Yeah, just take it. It's easy. It and it's, is. It's still, you know, it's still foul. It is still poultry. Right? Yes, yeah, it's, it is. It's still poultry. <laughs> Scott, what did you say you do on Thanksgiving? Well, I eat on Thanksgiving. But well, yeah, outside of the eating. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you Keen sense of the obvious there. <laughs> I keep hearing more and more people are doing the takeout, going out to eat. And somebody said it was actually a little bit cheaper to eat out than it was to go to the store, buy everything, and cook it yourself. So, I remember about three years ago, we moved into a new house, didn't have a refrigerator yet, so we just went to Cracker Barrel and then got some extra plates to take home so we'd have those yummy leftovers. Nice. That's good, but you know that whole no refrigerator thing help you thaw that turkey a little faster. <laughs> you're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. This is his radio. I don't know if you're doing anything different that most people do not do on Thanksgiving. It'd be interesting to hear about that at 800-447-7234. Amy's here. What about you, Amy? We go camping. H- how long have you been doing that? This will be our fourth year. Where do you go camping? We go to Roanoke Rapids to the RV Resort. They have an awesome RV resort with a hot tub. And it's got a hot tub. It's, it's got a hot tub. That's like perfect in this kind of weather. <laughs> it is, and it's so much fun. We started it in our first anniversary. I just kind of asked my husband, hey, do you mind if we don't go spend it with family? Can we go camping? He's like, really? You want to go camping? So that's what we've been doing every year. So it'll be our fourth year. And what's the meal you have on Thanksgiving? Um, well, this year we're actually having oysters. But um, last year, the campground had Thanksgiving, and they invited us. That is so much fun. Your husband <laughs> thinks he bought, he got marital jackpot, didn't he? He did. When I said I wanted to go camping, he was like, yes. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Oh, Liz just seems a little disappointed this morning. Trying to put my, my finger on it. I don't know why. It, it is Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. What's well, going on? Somebody came up with a list of like the worst movie, Christmas movies ever. Oh, and good. I, I can't wait. Well, no, I, I don't get it because two of my favorites are in the top three and I don't understand. So they said Christmas with the Cranks is one of the worst, Elf is one of the worst. And she then, likes both of them. You like both of them, right? I love both I thought of so, especially those. Elf. Especially Elf, but yeah. Christmas with the Cranks, so, so funny. Um, and then the other one is the Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. Okay. And I've seen parts of it, so I don't I don't know for sure. But I'm like, real, why, why would you say Elf and Christmas with the Cranks are terrible? Just terrible. The what worst. else is terrible? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Christmas Story is on there somewhere. The Christmas Story? It's almost like... Mm. Oh, come on. It's almost like every Christmas movie. I did not see the Santa Claus. 
I did not see that on the list of the worst oh. ones. So maybe, like, what are you looking for? Because the Santa Claus and Elf are somewhat similar in that they're lighthearted and funny and in that way, in that respect. But so well done. Okay. There's one called Santa Claus with Martians or something. I'll give you that one. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Been thinking about Liz because she was thrown into the depths of Oh No. When she learned about her favorite Christmas movies made the their horrible list. Like Elf and what was the other one? Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. I haven't seen that one yet this year. I have seen Elf already, but it's I haven't on, watched. I think it's on Freebie. With, oh, good. With commercials. Christmas with the Cranks. I Christmas love that and the Cranks on it. Freebie with commercials. You know, one of those free streaming services yeah. that you don't have to pay eighteen thousand dollars for a month. A month. Yeah. When that bill comes in. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so Kristen is here at eight hundred four four seven seven two three four. What was your question about this, Kristen? So I'm curious if the how the rental Christmas any of the cartoons. Before we tell you if it's on the bad list of Christmas movies, why are you asking about that one movie in particular? The Jim Carrey version is my favorite. What's the worst of all? Because there's a bunch of Grinch movies. Which one's the worst? The newer one with the Jim Parsons guy. I just I couldn't get into it. No, it was terrible, wasn't it? It was awful. It really, really was. It was not. I couldn't do it. Kristen, we're grateful to tell you that when it comes to Grinch on the list, he is not there. The Grinch came up with the list. That's 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 the mystery. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. So you go on a family vacation, you got the kids with you, you're visiting family, and they see some new experiences when you're on this vacation. This is what happened to the Schwartz family. So the Schwartzes went to California. They're from Massachusetts. They went to California. And their nine-year-old, his name's Belmond, he saw more homeless people than he'd ever seen in his life. People that were kind of going through the trash in some instances, just looking for something to eat. So this little boy getting back from California to Massachusetts, had a lot of time to think and in that trip he decided he was going to do something for those homeless people in his community and he started getting donations of food non-perishables so that they could be donated to homeless shelters and different people in the community so the first year I mean he did really well this year he's done two tons of food really two tons that's a lot of food where'd he go and he's nine so this started when he was, you know, seven or eight years old, um, when he saw, you know, this problem in other parts of the world. And I'm sure on that trip back, he's peppering mom and dad with questions. Do we have homeless in our area? What can someone do to help? And when he got home, he had a mission. And he's doing it. And he did it. Two tons of food. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. This family's just minding their own business. And through the front door comes a deer full-grown buck Mm -hmm. a deer goes through the living room goes through the entire house goes through the kitchen is poking holes in the ceiling with its antlers tearing apart the entire house i think the thing was freaked because it couldn't get out well it didn't know where it was like why are people in here yeah it's like what what is going on all the deer wanted was to look for a date hopefully get married and start a family that's all this guy wanted. That's at least what DNR thought because right. DNR came out and said, we'll get the deer out. Don't worry. Don't freak. I know there's a lot of damage. Sorry about the TV. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, and everything else. So they got, they got the deer out. Here's the thing. They have on their front lawn, this family, 
they have a display of deer, but it's not like it doesn't look like real deer. It's like you know the white yeah, silhouette kind of thing. Right. So it's a white wood, and so that deer looked at that and went, "Oh hey, hey girl, want to go on a date?" And I think it saw a reflection in the window. In the window. And so the deer's like, oh, well, you don't want to say, you don't want to talk to me. I'm going in there because I see some more. I'll go ask your sister I'm out. Go, I'm going to see if they want to go out and get married and have a family. <laughs> so the deer went in there. That's, that is what DNR thinks happened. Well, that's the only explanation. It's not like the deer really wanted to get in and watch the latest episode of whatever. Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. This is a message that came in at 866-447-7234. Hi, my name is Noel, and I've been a listener for several years. I just want to comment on the window decal. I had just put it on my brand new car, and somebody hit me uh, from behind. The only part of the car that was not damaged was the window decal sticker, and I really believe that it saved my life. So even though the car is completely totaled, I know that I'm safe under the shelter and shadow of the wings of our almighty God and Jesus Christ. So I need a new car, and I also need a new window sticker. (laughs) Guys, please send me one. Uh, I love you all. God bless. Scott, if you can get right on that and send him a window sticker for his new car, since that one will be a new shiny one and not in an accident. Making the note right now. Okay, good deal. I know. Isn't that shiny. amazing? We'll make it real shiny, too. Yeah, real shiny. To Isn't that amazing? The new car. It is. That blew my mind when I heard that over the weekend. Well, thanks for putting that window yeah. sticker on your car, first of all. And we're grateful you're okay, Noel. Yes. I'm telling you. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I'm pretty sure you know this, but maybe the guests coming over for Thanksgiving have no idea not to give this to your dog it's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. And I think most of us kind of know, don't give your dogs chocolate. That seems to be everywhere. That's a big taboo. I think most people, and grapes, right? Uh, Yeah, you know, but my, toxic. my our, our dog, um, now past now, his name is Ace, uh, he used to steal grapes. Anytime anybody would drop a grape, that boy was on it, loved him, and I would have to fight him to get him away <laughs> It's like, no. It. No, Ace, don't do it! Um, bones, you can't do bones. When I was growing up, my family gave... I hate to say this, every leftover to our dog. When you say bones, there are bones that they can have, but you're talking about the turkey bone, right? Turkey and ham because they both splinter, mm-hmm. and so you can't um, give those to the pups, unfortunately. Citrus. I didn't know you couldn't give oranges to, to dogs. Liz. I did not know this. Liz. I. How many oranges have you given to your dogs? I have given Charlie little pieces of, like, cuties, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I know not to do that. Uh, you can't give them nuts. They're not supposed to have milk and dairy. That's more for you, I think, than them because <laughs> it messes with their tummies. So there's a bunch of different things that you can't give your pets on Thanksgiving. Nuts is one. Uh, anything that has Splenda or Equal in it. Really? Yeah. So they can't be on a diet? They cannot be on oh, a diet. Can't. Horrible. <laughs> Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Mm, some people are getting upset. It's Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Over Wordle. Wow. Over Wordle. Now, here's the thing. I, I don't know how many people really play that game anymore, but it was big. At least over the summer it was. Mm-hmm. And so some words spiked in searches like Homer for home run. Oh, oh Homer, okay. because it's five letters in Wordle that you have to get, right? Mm-hmm. So you know how the game is played if you play it. So here's the thing that upsets some people. And it's it's one word, and the word is humor. Humor? Mm-hmm. H-U-M-O-R? 
Yes. Okay. However, if you look it up in the Cambridge Dictionary, the British spell humor with a U in it. Yeah, they do. So that's six words. (gasps) And so some people are like, especially if you're playing as, as, you know, if you're in the UK. Yeah. You're like, that's not how you spell humor. Humor's not this word. So the the biggest fans of Wordle, when that word became a word on Wordle, that didn't fit. Yeah, because... If you spelled it with a U in it for humor. Right, and I would think that's most of Europe, right? Yeah. That, that spell it, it's like flavor, color, humor, all, with O-U-R at the end. Yeah, our at the end. Yeah, so, so they don't translate. Yeah, so in America, you spell it H-U-M-O-R. Right. And then in Brit, because I keep saying you, yeah, there's a U in it, but there's two U's in humor in Britain. Right. So over in Britain, it's H-U-M-O-R. You are. Right. And that's six letters. But I think, just like if I'm playing an English game, I guess, or a European game, I have to keep uh, that in mind. So, ain't no need to get up. I would know. Listen, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know that it was spelt differently. Mm-hmm. I, I think. Seriously. I think because I follow British culture a lot. or you, European, She does. Right. She likes British culture. That to me, I know that. But maybe playing a game, I don't know. But I. Ain't, ain't nothing to get upset about. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't know how much you're planning to eat on Thanksgiving, but I think we found the wardrobe that you just might like. I know Scott Watson, who does our news, really is into this. It's Robin Liz in the morning. His radio stovetop stuffing. It was like, what, four years ago, they came out with this, this pair of pants. And the pants are... Elastic mm-hmm. and they're really big. They look like stuffing in the middle mm-hmm. of the pants, and they're big enough that you can eat three helpings and even pack some stuff in pockets away if you want to take some stuffing home with yeah. you. Yeah, they they kind of updated the pants, and so now they have extra pockets for mm-hmm. even extra leftovers. And I do appreciate the fact that they went a step farther. They thought about it. They lined the pockets because you know if you're stuffing a turkey leg down in that pocket oh, and yeah. it's not lined, It'll then you're gonna gross. get you're gonna get greasy. Yeah, and then you'll get the, because they're like sweatpants, uh-huh. so you get the whatever the sweatpant material on the yeah, food. Yeah, Not gross. a good thing. The gravy will start dripping through. Right. At least they lined the pants. Yes. Scott, I'm glad you're getting a set of these Elastic pants. pants. Is there anything else for Thanksgiving? Yes. I mean, that's perfect. No, I have an idea. Because you don't have to buy these pants. If you know anybody that had a baby recently, my daughter has maternity pants. And they have a little stretchy area that grows with the baby. Mm -hmm. And so as your tummy grows from eating all the turkey and mashed potatoes and dressing and mac and cheese, you just put on those maternity pants. And get Ziploc baggies and stuff them down. Yeah. Who needs the line stuff and spend about 20 bucks on a (laughs) pair of pants? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. So when Scott, who does our news, found out about this, he said, and I quote, this is the 5K for me. (laughs) Seriously, the 5K, you've never run a 5K in your life, Scott? I've watched 5Ks. That's about as close as I get. Oh, come on. Oh, you're missing out. (laughs) FOMO, man, FOMO. (laughs) I'm with you, Scott. (laughs) FOMO. So this is a 5K, so you don't have to do 5K. On Thanksgiving, they're Loving saying it. skip the trot. Okay, skip it completely. So there's some coffee creamer people. Coffee mate. Coffee mate. Yeah. Yeah. Which I use. I like that one. They're doing some sweepstakes, and they're saying, listen, if you take a pledge not to do a turkey trot, not to do a Thanksgiving 5K, you could possibly win 5K. 
So I'm going to tell you. I went on that website. Oh, you did? And you, you have to check and pledge that you will not run a 5K. I was like, this is the easiest pledge I so ever took. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, and Scott would know this because he gets into all the legal stuff. I wonder if you don't run an official 5K where you have to have the number and you're out with a group of people okay. and then there's awards and all that. And then the bagels and the bananas and the oranges and right. all that at the end. I wonder if you just run, you know, your own 5K in your neighborhood, if that would still qualify of you not doing a 5K. But, Rob, you have to take a pledge. And, Scott, are they are they tracking, like, the, the tracker? You know, do they say, yeah, we need we need proof that you didn't do it. You have to show us your rings. I, I don't think so, but with me, they would have no worry, no trouble to no bother with that. There's no way I'm going to be doing 5K. You don't even have a tracker. Man. No, I don't have a tracker or anything.